Gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Hello, buddies. It's time for everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. And joining me today is a very special buddy. If you are down in the Pittsburgh area, ever been to a Steelers game, ever been around the tailgating area, you know this guy, Pope Yinzer. How you doing today, Pope? Doing great, Nick. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for blessing us with your presence today. Glad to do this. Awesome. So the first question I have is, how did Pope Yinzer come to be? How did the character come to be? Oh, gosh. I want to say it's been 15 to probably 18, 18 plus years, actually, now that I think about it. 18 years ago, uh, Wife and I were out at the mall going to one of these Halloween stores pretty much about this time of year, looking at all the Halloween costumes. And I saw it was like a little kid's Pope outfit on the wall. And I thought, man, how about a Steeler Pope outfit there? My wife is real good at sewing. She can make anything. I asked her, I said, hey, honey, how about, you know, can you whip up a Steeler Pope outfit? And she said, yeah, let's do it then. Like I say, pushing 20 years later, here we are still doing it, having fun. Nice. Nice. And how did you bring it to the tailgating? How did you, did you just, did it just stick afterwards? Yeah. You know, the, the first time we went down there, people kind of went crazy over it. I got a better reception than I ever thought I would, you know? And I said, my gosh, this is so fun. We got to keep on doing this here. So like I said, we just kept on doing it and getting a bigger and bigger audience every, uh, every week, every year, you know? Nice. What are some of your favorite tailgating traditions? Well, we show up, you know, they open up at eight o'clock in the morning and we show up at eight and there's, you know, there's a certain group of people we hook up with down there and, and not so much, you know, any traditions like we have to this and that there. Uh, over at Stage AE down there, uh, if you've been to Stage AE, I do a prayer up on stage before the band starts. Like that's like the tailgating center down there and they have a band every uh, Sunday but before they start, Bill Crawford from WDVE, he has me up there, and we do this prayer, and it gets a good response, and that would probably be the one tradition right there. Right. Could you say the prayer for us? Well, it's changed around here now, but I'm going to do it the old ways, okay? Dear Father, dear Father, Art Rooney in heaven, Heinz Field be thy name, thy kingdom come, and six Super Bowls won. On earth, right here in Pittsburgh, give us this day a Pramani sandwich and forgive us of our penalties as we forgive those that try to beat us and lead us into the Super Bowl. But deliver us no evil, for Ben is the kingdom and Juju is the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. How's that? Love it. Now, see, I got Heinz Field and uh, Ben and Juju who are all gone. So once I get rid of the cards I have, there'll be a new one. Mm. 
I think once Kenny gets put in, I think you can put Kenny in there. There you go. That's what I'm waiting on, buddy. I, I hope it happens tomorrow night. And I think uh, you can also put Najee in instead of Juju. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Hey, good thing. Or even TJ. Even TJ. Yeah. yeah, I thought of that one there. Yep. Mm-hmm. What are your other favorite parts about be- being in the tailgate, being with all the fans? Oh, it, it's just a camaraderie, you know. I mean, Pittsburgh down here, we're such diehards and everything. You know, it, it, it's like a uh, – it's almost like a religious experience on every every Sunday getting together. You know, like I say, there's a group of mascots, they call themselves, and we all get together down there, and we, we just live it up and have a good time. You know, I mean, that's what the tailgating's all about. about good good food. I mean, it, I, I know where to go for the good foods and who has what and this and that there. So I love it. Be brilliant, brilliant. Have you met some fans that have truly left an impact on you, that have truly, you know, like have been grateful for you being down there or shared some really inspiring stories? Oh, I, I meet literally thousands of fans every week. And, yeah, there, there's a handful of ones. Every week I'll always ask. My favorite thing to do, and if, 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 if I've ever met anybody, the first thing I always say is, where are you guys from? Where are you from? I love meeting people. Uh, Nick, I've met people from, I, I have a list here somewhere. I think it's like 72 different countries, all, wow. 50, all 50 states. I mean, on any given Sunday, I meet people from, I'm going to say 35, 30 to 35 different states on every Sunday. And I'm pretty sure it's in the 70s, the list of countries I have. And that, that that's what I like about doing that there. The people that I meet down there and, you know, the places that they come from. Mexico, it's amazing. I I, sometimes I think Mexico City is empty down there because they're all up here for a Steeler game. I mean, you've been down there. I mean, you know, you, you've probably seen it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fans are everywhere. Everywhere, no matter where you go. You know, I get recognized even without the outfit on. People know me. I, I mean, we were in Chicago two weeks ago for a wedding, and we were at the reception, and some guy came up to me, and he said, let me ask you a question, buddy. He said, you from Pittsburgh? And I said, yeah. He said, are you pretty pretty well known down there? And I said, yeah, I think I am. He said, you're that Steeler Pope guy, aren't you? And I said, yeah. I mean, that was cleared out in Chicago at a wedding, you know. And yeah. I mean, no matter where I go, if I'm at malls and every pe- people recognize me everywhere. Mm-hmm. That brings up a good follow-up question. Does the Pope ever make appearances like malls or um, special events, you know, yeah. to help to help promote the to p- help promote the event? Yeah, absolutely. I, I I do quite a quite a few. Uh, there's a big sports bar right down the road from our house. I did one last year. I'm doing one up uh, around Halloween up your way up in Conneaut Lake area. I got one to do up there. Uh, I, I've done weddings before. I not I'm not legally ordained, but I can do wedding vow renewal, which I've done that uh, three times now. I've done that. Nice. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fun with things like that there. Nice. I'm trying to think of some of the other parties. Uh, bars will call me up or restaurant bars. You know, they call me up and ask if I'm available. I got my manager, which I guess is how you got hold of me here. And she takes care of all that stuff there. She sets me up with different things. So I do probably half a dozen a year, different things for people, functions, fundraisers, and anything to help out Steeler fans. Brilliant. Brilliant. Now, we talked about fans. What about players? Have you... Uh, met have you met any of the players have they left any impact on you yeah I, I've met probably just about you know everybody 
not not so much personally, but you know, like at training camps and different functions that I go to, they're there. We talk to them, shake hands, and you know, I'm not so much an autograph guy. I want autographs and this and that. I like talking with them and that there. Uh, we used to be good friends with Heinz Ward, you know, when he used to have the Heinz Ward show in Pittsburgh back when he was playing. And I mean, we'd go down there for every taping. We never missed a taping for about 10 years in a row. So we got to be real good friends with him. His mom's Asian. My wife is Asian. So, I mean, they, they hit it off real well there and got to be good friends with him. Ryan Clark got to be good friends with Ryan. In fact, he actually called the house one time, you know? Wow. Yeah. Stuff like that there. You meet him and uh, mm-hmm. stuff on to it. You know, we <clears throat> did some charity work with him. Coach Tomlin, I wish I had it there. I did a <clears> – <throat> Coach Tomlin has a uh, – oh, it's called All Pro Dads. And he had did that for about four years in a row down at the training camp facility on the south side. And my wife and I, we both worked with him doing all that stuff for four years in a row. It was with kids, and it, it was a fun time. Brilliant. Really, have you met like any of like the true legends? You mentioned Ben, you know, they're all legends and all that, but like, have you met anyone from like the 70s, like Bradshaw or my buddy Franco? Franco, yeah, Frank Franco. I, I met Franco several times, Rocky Blyer quite a few times. Yeah, in fact, I we got the 50th year of the uh Immaculate Reception coming up here, you know, yep. the 50th year anniversary. My wife and I held that ball. The guy that caught that ball, Jim Baker is the guy's name. The guy that caught that back in, what was it, 73, 4? The guy that caught that uh, got the ball, I should say, after they kicked the uh, – or Franco scored the touchdown, he threw the ball down. And this that's when everybody was jumping out of the audience there that you see over the wall at Three River Stadium. And he's the guy who grabbed the ball and took off and ran with it, you know. And it's been authenticated and it's been proven. And this guy's been offered astronomical amounts of money for the ball, but he'll never get rid of it. And to be honest, I mean, it's only about, oh, hell, less than 10 miles away from my house right here. And he was lucky enough. He wanted the Pope to come up and get pictures with it and everything. So we went up there and did that. Good time. That was one of the bigger things in my life doing, you know. Nice. I got a fun story for you. I went to a Steelers-Jaguars game. It was the one... Five interceptions, so I'm not going to talk about it that much. Okay. Uh, but there was a beauty that came out of this. I was meeting my cousin at the game, and I was going to go to his house and then drive down to the game with him, but you know Pittsburgh. You make one wrong turn, and you're going every yep. which way, you know? Right. So I ended up just finding a parking lot, and I'm like, I, I'm close to the stadium. I'll meet you down there. You know, I'm tired of all this traffic. I've driven all day. So – I get out to the stadium. I'm in front of like this fenced area, just waiting for him. I sent him a picture of where I was. All of a sudden, I hear behind me, Franco, Franco. Oh. I turned around. I'm like, it can't be. I turned around. There he was. And I'm like, send him over, send him over, send him over. Right (laughs) over to us, took photos, took everything. And then for Christmas, my dad has a buddy who said, you know, I think I know, I think I know the area he lives in. Let me see if I can send this photo off to him. He autographed it for me for Christmas. I have it framed up in my attic. Wow. Good for you, buddy. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for you. That's, that's a neat story there. I know yeah. Christmas Christmas Eve, they're having a big celebration down here for the 50-year anniversary. We play the uh, Raiders at like coincidentally yep. on uh, Christmas Eve. So that's going to be good, good time <laughs> down here in the Berg. Yes. Yes. So 
Well, that that's a good question for you. What are some of your favorite memories as a Steeler fan? Well, let, let's start back in the beginning here. I was at the game, which was Chuck Knoll's very first coaching game. It was 1969. My dad took me down to the game, and that's when they played at Pitt Stadium. That was before Three Rivers Stadium even. They used to play up at the Pittfield. So we went up there. It was Coach Chuck Knoll's very first game. We went up for that there. Steelers beat Detroit 16-13, to and that was the only game they won the whole year. Wow. Yeah, so that, that was that was a good, interesting game there. Uh, my wife and I, another interesting one, we were down when Steelers played Miami. Miami was in town, and it was snowing so hard, and I can still see my poor wife. She had this uh, hot sausage sandwich. Uncle Charlie's was down there selling sausage sandwiches. She got a hot sausage sandwich, and it was snowing so hard the damn sandwich actually had snow on it while she's eating it. Uh, we, we talk about that all the time. It was so funny, you know. God bless her. She's a trooper. Yes. Yes. So now, Pope, what's your prediction for this this season? What's your prediction for the 2022-23 season? Well, if you'd have asked that question before the first two games, it may have been one thing. But after I see two games here now, I, it may change a little bit. Uh, if our offense can get on track, you know, I can see us winning 10 games, going 10 and 7. If they don't get their heads out of their dupos, you know, it, it, it could be a long season. And, you know, I could see, see that going the other way, going 7 and 10. But mm. Coach Tomlin's never had a losing season, and it's not going to happen this year here. Even if we go 9 and 8, that's a winning season. Mm-hmm. Even 8 and 8, you know? Eight, yeah, eight, eight yeah. and eight. Well, you know, with the seventeen game schedule here now, yeah. it'll be yeah. nine and eight. So, yep. But That's you know, it. at the beginning of the season, I may have said a little bit better, but let's stick with that guess. Yeah. Hey, you never know. With the Steelers, I always find that there's always some emerging players that come out of nowhere. Like there's always that one wide receiver who just goes straight out of the gate and surprises you during the season. You know, there's right. always one defensive player who doesn't want to let go no matter what, that just right. has a, you know, that's how TJ came to be. That's how Juju came to be, you know, just a third round, a third round um, wide receiver that everyone kept passing up on. Boom. Now everyone's regretting it, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that list, the list goes on. Like, you know, you know, Mike Wallace's and how many other ones, you know, even Heinz Ward. I mean, none of them are first round picks, you know, they don't get picked to, like you say, third, fourth rounds and look what they do. I chase Claypool. What, what he was, he first round, wasn't he chase? No, Chase yeah. was. what was chase third round, fourth round. I can't mm-hmm. remember, but uh, I mean, look, look how far he's come Pickens, man. I don't know. They better start getting the ball to Pickens. That's who I think is going to be the emerger. I think yeah, I, I agree. Gonna- That's why I- I if, said they, it, yes. if they get the ball to him, I think he's going to be the one that just takes off the gate and doesn't look back. Hopefully that's why they're not throwing the ball to him here. These uh, first two games or he, he's saying today, I don't know if you saw it on uh, any of the cast and everything, or I mean, he was kind of complaining a little bit, you know, he's wide open on every play, wide open on every play, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, the tapes that they show, yeah, he is open. So maybe they're just playing possum with him right now, you know, and uh, keep him the secret open. weapon. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't want to show all your uh, 
you know, your artillery right off the bat there. So exactly. Maybe they're saving them for Cleveland. Maybe they're yeah. saving them for the Cleveland team, you know, because you know, that's our favorite rivalry. That's our favorite. Oh, especially, yeah. especially when you're where I am, where you've got the mix of Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, Buffalo all in one yeah. city. Yep. You know? Yep. I know. When you come down 79 there, if you're headed 79 south and you get to 90, all, all three signs right there, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and it's just like, wow. You know? Yeah, I know up there in here, I mean, you're like you say, you're trapped between them all, but you picked the right team, buddy. That's why we're doing this interview. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, Pope, you've mentioned it before, but just to reiterate for any fans that are just tuning in, if anyone wants to come and find you during a home game to say hi, to hang out with you, to get a blessing, where can they find you? Uh, tailgate parties I'll be at is in Red 5A. There's a big one up there. I go to a woman up there, crazy woman, a terrible brawl lady. Uh, I go up and see her, a good friend of mine, you know, older woman like I am. So I go up and see her red lot uh, 5A, hang out there for a while. And then I go over to Stage AE and I hang out there and listen to the bands. They always got bands there. There'll be a lot of, you know, the TV people are over there and just a lot of fans. That's the tailgate central, they call it. And uh, I go down there, meet with Bill Crawford. I'll hang out there for probably, you know, an hour and a half or so before the game starts, do my prayer, and then uh, slowly work my way into the stadium. You know, it takes me forever to walk anywhere, to be very honest. You know, people stop uh -huh. and wanting pictures and this and that, which I love it. Uh, I'll, I'll never turn them down. But it takes me a long time to walk. But generally, that's my routine. I go from the one tailgate to stage AE and through the other parking lot, Gold Lot 1A. I stop at one there, if you're familiar with the lots down there. And then I head in, and once I get into this game, I stand underneath the scoreboard is where I'm always at up there. I stand underneath the scoreboard. I don't go to a seat and sit down, and a lot of people complain, take that off. I can't see, so it's just easier to stand underneath the scoreboard. Nice. Nice. Hey, yeah. a quick follow-up question that popped in my head. Have you ever met Pittsburgh Dad before? He lives not too far away from me. I see him at Promani's almost every Sunday. Wow. Yeah, do that you know is... him or – I've, I love his videos. Yeah, I Kurt. Love, yes, I love his videos. I love just how, like, the the best video he made, it was it was a sad game. And you know what game I'm going to reference here. It was uh -huh. a game against New England because he captured everything. It was, He captured everything that we were feeling when that call was made. Oh, I, I know. Yep. He, he's funny. He's yes. good. His wife yes. just had a baby here not long ago. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, I see him. There's a Praman. He's about four miles away from me here. I, I go to it quite often. He's there every Sunday. Oh, no, I won't say every Sunday, but, you know, I, I bump into him a lot out there on Sundays. We'll leave it at that. Nice. Yeah. Now, good. Yes. On top of being a Steeler fan, you're also a high school football fan. Big time. Yep. Big yes. time. Thomas Jefferson. I know people in here, you're a prep fan, so – yeah, we have a mix of prep, McDowell. We have a ton of teams up here, but the biggest rivalry is definitely prep and McDowell. Prep and McDowell, okay. Yeah, it's a big, big rivalry. It's like it's comparable to the Steelers Browns, you know? Okay, wow. Yeah, well, good. Good. Yeah, yeah well, been to a lot of games up there, like when TJ's had to play, you know, up there, Veterans Stadium. Yes. Always, always in November, you know. Whoo, I remember a couple of cold games up there. Snowy, Ravens plowing the snow off the fields. Yeah. Well, if you're ever in Erie, you know, you know where to find us. You know oh, where to yeah. get up. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Where, where is uh, Joe Mischer at now, the quarterback for prep? Is, is he down here at Duquesne now? Is he or is he Cleveland State? I'm trying to remember. Okay. He, if any he prep fans are watching, type it in the comments where Joe Mischler is. But, yeah, he's a, he's definitely at a good college. He definitely went to a good school. Yeah, he, I think he started out at Ohio, wasn't it? And he left yeah. Ohio. Yeah, he started at Ohio, and I think he's got to be in grad school now, I think. Could could be, yeah. Seems seem yeah. to me I heard somewhere where he came down here, but uh, it's irrelevant. Yeah. He's a, he comes from good family. He comes, you know, his dad was the coach and it was a special moment seeing both of them win states together. Right. You know? Cause for one moment he can just stop being coach Michler and he got to be dad Michler. Right. And hug right. his son for winning states and the son hugging his dad for winning states, you know? Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I saw them beat TJ a couple times. I mean, I, I, I told him, I, I, I clapped my hands. I said, best of luck in the future to you. You know I mean? Yeah, guys, they were a hell of a team, boy. You gotta give them credit. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I've got two more questions for you. Okay. The first one is brought to us by our buddy Jonas Kane from Hashtag Positivity. He wants to know, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? What's it mean to be someone's buddy? Well, it's somebody that's always there for one another. Somebody, man, if you got problems or questions. Somebody that you can reach out to and talk to seven days a week, you know, 24-7. Somebody's going to be there for you. My wife would be that person right now, to be very honest. I mean, that's the best buddy I have right now. And uh, the good Lord up above are my, our two best buddies right now. You can preach that. You can definitely preach that. Wives, fiancés, they're the best. They are Absolutely. the best my, I hear you're, you're getting married too, aren't you, coming up? I am. Yeah. I am. We're getting married next year. Um next- I was about to say, you know, if it wasn't for my wife, my fiance slash best buddy, buddy cast wouldn't exist. I brought her the idea and said, I really want to do this. I think I can make this into something, but I want your permission first. So I don't overstep any boundaries. I don't make sure that you're, you feel like you're second to buddy cast or anything like that. And she looked at me and said, not only do I support this idea, but can I be your first guest? (laughs) Oh, God bless her. Yes. Yeah. She's amazing. She truly, truly is. Best of luck to you. Thank you. The final question I have for you tonight, but stick on the line after we end this interview. We'll chat for a minute. Sure. Yeah. So the final question I have for you tonight is what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this? Uh Oh, man. Okay. Hit me with it. Go for it. For all the Steeler fans out there, what is your advice to them? Oh, man. Wow, what would my advice be to all Steeler fans? I just keep waving them terrible towels, man. Keep showing up, supporting the team. You know, the more support, you know, the them players feed off of it. Go to the games down there, scream, go nuts. The players feed off of that stuff down there. So I, not much more you can tell them. I mean, as dedicated as we are, I get, man, we're, we're seasoned professionals. Yes. Well, Pope, thank you for blessing us with your presence here on Podcast. It was truly a pleasure. I hope we can catch up soon, whether it be you here, me down there for a game. Thank you so much for being a buddy on BuddyCast. My, my pleasure. Nice meeting you, Nick. And uh, God yes. bless. Uh, God, God bless everybody. Thank you. Thank you. And Pope, before we end this interview, I have one favor to ask you. Sure. Whatever you do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, please go be someone's buddy. I will do that. And I will tell them Nick told me to do it. You got it. 
We'll catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast, buddy, buddy, tune in.